So pleased to welcome in the new woman's head basketball coach at UW Superior for the Yellow Jackets, Emily Carpenter, to the pod. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. So starting back uh, to kind of looking back to this summer, Wyden, I would like to take you back to that spot if uh, if you could kind of talk us through the process of getting to this position. I mean, just from an outsider's perspective, it kind of seems like it must have been a whirlwind for you where you're getting partway through your summer and, you know, you were an assistant softball coach out at Gustavus. And then, you know, we see the press release come down in August, but I'm sure the wheels started to move before then. So I'll I'll stop rambling along. (laughs) When did you first hear about this being a possibility? And could you just kind of walk us through the process of getting the head woman's basketball job at Superior. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, obviously I knew that it was an op- the opening was available when Zach, the previous coach, resigned, and I think it was May is when he resigned. Um, and then obviously they did the search and everything, and I always thought in the back of my head, eh, maybe for me, but maybe not. So honestly, after I know they did the search of once, maybe twice for sure, Um, Just didn't really find, like, the ideal suitable candidate that they wanted to lead the program. And so I just, like, was kind of the same with all the everyone in um, fans and everything. Had no idea what was going on. Hadn't really heard any information, obviously. Come May and it's June, July at that point, and there still hadn't been any information released. So I was kind of getting a little bit more curious. So I actually um, saw the AD when I was up visiting Superior for an alumni outing, actually, and just kind of was like, hey, how's it going? Like, I know there hasn't been anything posted. Like, how's the position, like, looking right now? And I was like, I'm interested if that if that's still a possibility. Um, and then he was like, basically, was like, yeah, let's, let's have a conversation about it. Had a conversation the next day, kind of interview setting, and turns out a couple days later I was off for the job, so... <laughs> It was kind of a a very quick turn of events in my life, I could say. So for those who don't know, Coach, I mean, you're just a few years removed graduating and, you know, having been on the floor for the Jackets, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, so many people in their 20s are trying to figure out what exactly they want to do after graduation. Was this a thing that was always a passion for you? I mentioned, you know, you were coaching softball over at Gustavus, but was – Coaching basketball, something that, you know, when you look back a couple of years ago, you said, like, I definitely want to do that. Or did this kind of all just come to fruition more recently as a aspiration for yourself? I mean, a little bit of both, I would say. Um, so I played basketball and softball here at Superior. And basketball, my entire life, has always been my passion. That's the one sport that I loved the most. I still like softball, but basketball is definitely what I cared more about. Um, I did a little bit of AU in the summer, a um, couple summers ago for basketball, so I knew that I definitely wanted to be a coach someday. I didn't necessarily know if it would be at the co- collegiate level literally right away, um, but then when I moved home after I graduated, I was coaching softball. The opportunity came up um, just as an assistant, and I was like, okay, hey, I kind of like this. Like, I like being around all the girls and just staying around the sports. I knew my career I wanted to stay around basketball for sure I thought I wanted to once I graduated go to rehab or like PT for rehab sports rehab stay around the game 
had a job that kind of made me think otherwise, just did coaching kind of part-time. And then so when this opportunity came, I knew it was just something that I needed to jump on. One, yes, wanting to stay in the coaching world, take it up a next level to get to the head coaching position. And then two, I knew, like I said, basketball has been my passion my whole life. So I knew it was something that I wanted to do and I definitely would enjoy doing. So that's how I kind of ended up making that transition from softball to basketball and then the head coach. So I kind of got two questions in one going Mm -hmm. off of that answer. First, did you ever imagine, regardless of the sport, basketball, softball, that you'd be the head coach of a college program at the age that you are right now? Because me and Ryan, we broadcast games for Northwestern basketball, and we have broadcasted games where you have been (laughs) on the court. So, uh, So that's the first part. Did you ever think you'd be the head coach of a college program at this young of an age? And then the second part, is it kind of unique, too, because, you know, Kaylin Christian, for instance, I mean, I was a teammate of yours and now you're coaching her so does that kind of add a unique aspect to it as well yeah for sure to answer your first question no not really um never really pictured myself at because I'm I would I'll answer the question because many people are probably wondering I am only 24 years old so um no at this point in my life at 24 I did not think that I would be coaching a collegiate level basketball team um, but then, too, yeah, playing, obviously played with Kaylin, but then also the other senior on our team, Maddie Sanders, I played with her as well. So my senior year, then they were just freshmen at the time, and, I mean, they actually played some big minutes as freshmen, so we definitely played a lot of minutes together. At first, I was a little kind of nervous um, how that would work, one, how they would feel, and then, two, just trying to turn that relationship to the other side before it was player player friends outside of basketball but now it's coach player and don't like obviously have that relationship but not on a personal level like we like we used to it you could say and honestly it's it's been great to be honest there's been no like um respect to anything or not I shouldn't say no respect no boundaries um like the respect level has been there it's not kind of how we were before so it's honestly has been very easy transition to that side and I know I talked to Kaylin when I first got the job she's like oh I'm kind of excited to be honest that like I'm the coach she's like you know how I or how she was as a player and then she knows how I was as a player and kind of correlate over that to the coaching side so I think it's definitely almost helped us a little bit um me coach her and then same with Maddie as well it seems to be a trend for a number of sports coach when we look to, you know, getting younger and younger for people getting bigger roles and in head coaching positions. I don't know about, you know, the age of 24 for, for a head mm-hmm. basketball coach at the collegiate level, but but why not, I guess? I, I kind of want to move a little further forward now in the timeline, if you will, when we get, you know, into October a few months ago and you have those first couple of practices and then even, you know, jumping to November we talk, you know, wide and eye to athletes and coaches about what those nerves are like for the big games, the big moments. How do you keep that pressure so you can perform your best? You can go back to those moments where you were lacing them up for a huge game in the UMAC tournament not that long ago, but now you're a coach. And on November the 8th, you're taking your team out to Michigan and you win a one-point game on the road to open up your career. I mean, before the game even starts – Compare for us who will never experience that, what you felt as a player versus what you felt preparing a team as a head coach in your first ever game in that position. What was that moment like for you? Yeah, no, it was definitely 
a little bit, I guess you could say nerve-wracking, but at the same time, um, as a player, I never got nervous. Like, I was not nervous for big games. It was more so a locked-in focus, knew I was prepared, knew I was ready for this moment. So it's honestly kind of the same now um, coaching. I feel like I don't really I don't really get nervous. It's a little bit different, though, because it's more so like, yes, I'm telling the team to do this. They listen well, but then it's almost like, oh, I wish I could just go out there and just do it myself and show them. <laughs> um, show them what it's, what it's supposed to be like. I shouldn't say supposed to be like, but like try to show them what I'm talking about. So on that level, it's been a little bit, I guess you could say, like difficult or different for me. But at the same time, like I keep saying, like basketball has been my passion and I cared so much about it while I was playing and being a two-year captain. I kind of, as the co previous coach would say, like I'm the coach on the court as a captain and as a point guard. So it's been an easy transition, I would say, for me to onto that coaching side. It feels a little bit weird just being out there, me calling the plays, me having to argue with the refs now. But at the same time, I definitely feel very comfortable and it honestly feels like the right position um for me so take out like the future and what's going to happen after this year let's just focus on the mm -hmm. next couple of months conference play starts in two days from now so uh, do you have any goals specifically for this season for this group and have you kind of talked about that with them do you have plans in place of what you want to accomplish yeah so i know um we talked a lot about it obviously preseason um standings came out and honestly we weren't I mean, it wasn't too shocking just based off the season last year that they had and then some of the losses that they had at the conference. But at the same time, it kind of fired us up, you could say. I obviously played four years here. Three years, I was UMEC conference champions and then two-time conference tournament champions. So I know what it takes and what it feels like to be at the top of the conference. So our goal is top four top four make the conference tournament and I think it's a very realistic goal for us um I know you guys said it in your preseason um women's basketball preview the conference is very even this year from when I played to now it's it's way different before when I played it was you had your top two three teams at the top and then you definitely had your bottom two three teams and there was no comparison and now it's pretty even across the board so I think us coming in just Yes, we're going to be the underdogs in a lot of games, just based off the way last year went, like I said, the way teams are viewing us already, um, based off the preseason standing. So I think just we're coming in and we're, we're here to show, one, that as a young coach, I can get it done with my team. And then, two, we have a very, we, our team is a lot of the same returners. Two, it's the same team, different coach. Like, we can we can definitely get it done. So, like I said, top four to make, that, to make playoffs, um, that's definitely our goal. Absolutely. Coach, we, we hear all the time from, you know, people who are stepping into a program, you know, I want to set this identity. This is how our team's going to look. This is mm -hmm. my philosophy. When we go back as a player, you love to stroke it from deep. I mean, why didn't I love the lawn ball in your last season at Superior? You set records for most three-pointers attempted and then also the most made. And so all that is to be said... Do you hope that's kind of part of the identity for your team? Like you're going to shoot, you know, three balls. We know Kalen Christian can do that at a high level. You mentioned that earlier. When you take over a job, I mean, you clearly have your own opinions as a, you know, basket mind, if you will, having played for so long. 
what would you say you would like for your identity for the team to be? And then how has that manifested itself on the floor so far this season? Yeah, so I mean, like you said, obviously when I played, like, I love to shoot the three ball, but at the same time, myself, I love to play fast. Up in people's face, pressing up and down the court, very fast um, tempo pace that we played. And so I, that's all I'm used to. So that's what we're trying to um, establish this year, kind of who we are. We are a bit on the shorter end this year. We average maybe 5'10", and that's about it. So we're going to have to play quick, um, use that to our advantage. Um, so we're that's the identity we're kind of set now. We're coming in. We're going to press 40 minutes of the game up and down very quick. Obviously, shoot the ball, but at the same time hoping to get um, a lot of fast breaks just by, one, turnovers in the backcourt by our, our press, and then, two, just push the ball up the court, easy transition layups. I don't know if I've ever asked a coach this or not, but you're back to the Friday, Saturday, back-to-back, which me and Ryan both love in conference play. We love just, you know, getting both done back-to-back like that. Do you, as a coach, because you've, you've been on the side of the player where, you know, you, you know what it's like to look at your one opponent Friday night and then get ready for an opponent Saturday. As a coach, do you spend all your time preparing for just the one on Friday, or do you almost have to prepare for the team on Saturday as well, knowing that you're not really going to have much time in between to do so? Yeah, um, it's been a little bit challenging because I shouldn't say challenging, but when I played here my freshman, sophomore year, first two years, we were Wednesday, Saturdays, and then last two, or uh, sorry, other way around. First two years was Friday, Saturday. Last two years was Wednesday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I actually, someone asked me that the other day. And I don't really know which one I like better, to be honest, with Friday, Saturday. I think you, yes, you have to prepare for both. I think it's, one, it's a little bit difficult, but then two, if you don't prepare at all come Saturday, I think it's just a lot of unknown for the for our team coming into the game. Yes, you know what their some of their tendencies, but at the same time, if you haven't prepared, it's a little bit of a, a reality check, I guess, when you get out there because you're like, oh crap, I had no idea this was coming. Um, we've kind of taken that a little different route this year, you could say. We've actually do Saturday team first earlier in the week just so it's in the back of our heads and then kind of Thursday full prepare just for Friday that's the only game we're worried about and then come Saturday it's kind of a refresher it's not all brand new information for us you know with that quick back-to-back we are going to circle back to that in a moment and talk about the matchups that you guys do have in this opening set of UMAC games on the road against Bethany and Martin Luther but we like to ask this to coaches throughout the league coach Carpenter and I mentioned earlier what you guys started off in the season with. You played a really tough non-conference schedule, but you got off to that nice start with a pair of wins. You obviously had some big moments as a player, like you mentioned, going into the UMAC tournament, winning conference titles at UW-Superior. But now, as a coach, it's it's not in February. It maybe doesn't carry the same weight, but it is a different feeling to do it as a coach. How did you celebrate because I know as a coach you always got to be looking you know 10 miles down the road and can't get too caught up in the moment but it's really unique for you I mean there's no getting around that (laughs) how did you celebrate whether it was the road win at Finlandia or the first game that you coach in Mertz Mortarelli and you take down you know the friendly foe as wide and I like to call him Saint Scholastica I mean (laughs) did you give yourself a moment to just sit down, get some good food. I mean, do do whatever you do. How how did you celebrate those victories? Yeah, so definitely um, a road game against Finlandia. 
I was, I mean, I was kind of expecting, kind of wasn't. The second that we walked into the locker room, my sister and I, we got sprayed with water everywhere. It was, it was very cheerful moment. It was very memorable. Like it was, it was a great feeling. Um, the girls were super happy because obviously Finlandia beat them twice last year. So just coming, road win, long, long bus drive, um, and then just to be able to get that one, that one, get the win, then two, also just a buzzer beater awesome intense game um so it was water sprayed everywhere stuff like that so super exciting um i think yeah we played on a tuesday yeah we played on a tuesday and so then we had a week um till our next game so we i mean we went right back at it the wednesday to prepare for prepare for our next game so i mean yes took the time to celebrate got a lot of text messages phone calls congratulations so definitely soak that in but then two short short memory and we were we were right back at the next day preparing for our next game and then to be able to get our first um win at home it's our only home game until December 30th (laughs) sadly so just being able to get that win um right away at home against Scholastica big rivalry obviously played them in the conference in the UMAC when I was playing so always has been a big 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 battle we call it the border battle here because it's literally just right across the um the bridge over here um but just to be able to get that it was yet again an amazing feeling just like we say when I was playing and I told the girls now we don't lose at home like that's that's our mentality in my four years we probably lost maybe five total games on our home court it's just something that we cherish we take to heart we don't we don't lose here and to be able to do that right away was something um really amazing my parents came up for that game so we went out to eat afterwards with my assistant um so it was it was a great feeling like i said just to be able to start 2-0 gave some um the girls some confidence some faith and then also i think it kind of was a little bit eye-opening for some of our fans and maybe some of our our rivalries just thinking oh superior can actually maybe do something this year yeah absolutely love to hear that coach so me and ryan we know some of the other coaches pretty well that have been around for a while so as we try to get to know you better i'm curious do you have any like coaches that you look up to whether it's coaches you've played for that have been big role models in your life or even just at the higher level that you know you want to take some of their coaching philosophies and kind of turn them into your own if you will yeah so i'm I mean, obviously, the previous coach here, Zach out of Fisher, he coached me for four years. So, I mean, I I loved what he did. I loved his philosophy, stuff like that. So, I mean, I've taken a little bit of that into my own hands. But then, two, um, a big person that's helped me in this transition from player to coach has been um, previous coach as well, Don Mulhern. He's over at St. Kate's now. He was the one that recruited me to here, here to Superior, actually. So, he's been... He's been a huge, um, helpful uh, mentor in this transition. He's kind of, any back-end questions, he's like, whatever you need help with. Same with Zach. He's like, if you need questions of where to find something in, in the locker room, something here. So that those two have been super helpful. Um, and then our Hal Mohern, he's, you guys probably know him, been in the program for a long, long time. He's helping a little bit here and there this year, but he's been super helpful too, just one, knowing the, knowing all the, the program and then to just knowing the girls coming back to a familiar face so he's been huge he's been getting a lot of ideas whatever off of him so he's been helpful he's known for his defense so he's definitely played a huge factor in like helping me establish what kind of defense that we're going to play here 
And then I would just lastly say my dad. I mean, my dad coached me growing up through high school. He never missed a game here. He cut. He cut. Oh, excuse me. He um, coached high school basketball as well. So he's been around the game for his his whole life as well. So just those three people have definitely helped me transition. Helped me with whatever coaching questions I've had, and it's been super helpful to have them. For another moment here, Coach, I want to stay on the theme of, of other coaches and now specifically talking about the UMAC. Wyatt and I have been able to talk to some coaches so far early this season, and, you know, it's it's a new era for UMAC women's basketball. I mean, we've said that a number of times this season. It is wide open. There are multiple new coaches like yourself, but then there's also guys like you're going to see in your, you know, first matchup to start UMAC play out in Mankato and, and Coach Jones, who's been around for a long time. Coach Grove at Morris, been around for a long time. Coach Cole at Northwestern, been along, around for a really long time. I'll stop dropping names here, but, you know, as you, as you look ahead into UMAC play, and now you're going to be on the opposite sideline of them, and you're in a much different role as far as you're not competing, I guess, at the same, you know, way you want to phrase that like you are in a maybe a point guard versus point guard matchup when you're you know on the other side is coach jones but have you thought at all about that what that is going to feel like when you line up on the other side of the floor and it's like it's my group of girls versus your group of girls and i've played against you as a coach and now i'm coaching against you what what do you anticipate against some of those coaches who've been around for a really long time yeah i mean I haven't really thought about it too much. I know um, Coach Rove at Morris and then Aaron at Northwestern have actually reached out to me and was like, hey, whatever you need help with, like, we're here for you. Obviously, we we're big rivals in the conference, but at the same time, they're like, we care for you as a person, so whatever you need help with, like, we're here for you. Let us know. So that's been super helpful. Obviously, like you said, it's going to be definitely a different matchup. Um, one, me not being the player, going against them, them trying to scout me, but two, now it's me as a coach trying to scout their team as a whole and kind of almost not necessarily mind games, but at the same time it comes down to who can drop a better play, who can do this. So it's it's going to be challenging, I guess, but at the same time I'm excited for it and I'm excited to definitely coach against players that kind of know me um, as a player. Heading into this weekend then, Coach, as you get ready for Bethany on Friday, then you'll play Martin Luther on Saturday, get the conference season started. Uh, take the scores out of it, win or lose. What do you hope to see from your team? What do you want people to think of when they watch UW Superior Basketball with you in charge? Yeah, I, like you said, whatever, doesn't matter. I shouldn't say doesn't matter, but whatever the score is, leave it at that. But I think just, one, competing as hard as we can. We put up a good fight. We put up um, some good numbers. I think it's just going to be eye-opening um, that Superior can play. Like I said, it's a lot of the same returners, and they are definitely playing at a different level, at a higher level that they have in the past. So I think um, just being able to walk out saying, one, we gave it all on the court. We left nothing. We left it all out there. Um, and then, two, that we got better. If we walk away saying, yep, we improved, whether we won, whether we lost, um, just if we actually got better, we played hard, because um, obviously it's early in the UMAC. Yes, you want to win them, but two, you do get to play the teams again come later in the season. So I think if we compete right away, it will help us in the long run, knowing that we can we can put up a fight against anybody in our conference. 
Last one here, Coach, to uh, wrap things up, and we really do appreciate uh, you taking some time. I know it's just a few months in, and officially from when we had first practices up until now that we're talking, you're not even officially two months into the season. I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for so many different reasons and just absorbing so many different things and trying to get this thing off the ground. All that is to be said, though, if you take a moment to pause and just kind of reflect on what has been so far, what has the most rewarding thing been about what you've been able to experience so far with this team, with your fellow coaches, like you mentioned, and being back at a place that clearly means so much to you, not just that you have a head coaching job at such a young age, but that you're doing it at Superior. What has been the most rewarding thing about this thus far? Yeah, um, I would definitely say just seeing how happy the girls are, um, whether we are doing well, whether stuff's not going our way, they're still having fun. They're still coming together as a team. Um, They're just really, really enjoying playing the game of basketball again and being around each other and that's the team culture team dynamic is is so great and it just makes me so happy because I know one how that feels and then two like I've helped them get to that point just with a bunch we've done a bunch of team bonding stuff off the court so just being able to uh, see the girls just enjoy the game of basketball so much like I enjoy the game of basketball and especially when I was playing it just is definitely rewarding just being able to see that sometimes at practice I just I just take a step back and be like wow seeing the smiles the laughs stuff like that that's just really rewarding um like I said no matter wins or losses stuff like that the girls generally can say that they're they're happy and they're having fun and enjoy being around each other and then two I would just say like the personal relationships I've made with these girls. Yes, I am only a couple years older than them, but at the same time, it feels like I'm, I'm way, not shouldn't say way older, but older than them. And it's just like, we definitely have that coach player relationship. They know that I'm hard on them on the court, but then the second we step off the court, I'm there for them no matter what, whether it come personal life stuff, academics, whatever it may be, we have that, we have that strong bond off the court as well. Absolutely. Relationships really are everything indeed. Coach, we really do appreciate you taking some time to chat with Wyatt and I. Best of luck as you open up UMAC play on the road and then throughout this season. We're uh, pleased that you're jumping into the league and uh, look forward to staying uh, in touch along the way. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys.